Ladies and gentlemen, this is a breaking news update from Boys Room Studios. We now join a Let's Save Russia and Forgive Vladimir Putin speech by former President Donald Trump, already in progress. And where is that war going? Those such as Mitt Romney and Ron DeSantis, very much alike, who insist on arrogantly treating Russia as deeply inferior to the other nations of the world. Well, look who's got a fucking soft spot in his heart for Russia. Well, kiss my ass, you little pussy. What are you, the bodyguard? Well, oh my God. Love you. Under my administration, we were tough on Russia, tougher than any administration before. Are you sure? Because I'm having a hard time getting past the intel investigation that revealed your partnership with the Kremlin back in 2016. I also can't forget your praise of Putin at the G20 summit, the time you cut aid to Ukraine and then sided with that pile of shit in Helsinki against the United States on worldwide television. If that's your idea tough, keep it to yourself, you goddamn tampon. But we also demonstrated respect for Russia and the Russian people. Yeah, I don't think the conscripts feel like that. We demonstrated understanding for Russian history and the fact that Russia lost over 20 million lives in World War II. They were fighting with us. What goddamn equate boarding school did you go to that taught you that shit, you moron? Really? Yeah, on paper they might have been an ally, but Joseph Stalin was never on our fucking side. Does moron run in your family? This kind of neocon rhetoric mocking Russia's nuclear weapons, along with implying that Putin must be tried and presumably executed as a war criminal, only increases the chance of deadly nuclear escalation. Oh, there it is. Now the truth comes out. You're sticking up for your fucking girlfriend. All right, now I get it. Fundamentally, it shows a lack of depth, a lack of seriousness, and a lack of sophistication on the subtleties and complexities of foreign policy. Are you talking about all them secret, private, hush-hush, undocumented, unwitnessed meetings you had with Vladimir Poontang? Yeah, I bet you two pile of monkey nuts had all kinds of plans for Ukraine. Was he going to give you a skyscraper in downtown Kiev, you pile of shit? You can't do certain things and end up with peace. So says the draft-dodging cadet bone spurs pussy blue blood Donald J. Trump. Hey, pussy. An admiral once said, if you want peace, you better prepare for war. I think we better let the men handle the war. Numb nuts. This is not the time for an on-the-job training as we face the possibility of nuclear war. Stop trying to scare me with nuclear war because your fucking girlfriend can't have every goddamn thing she wants. The answer's no. The word nuclear was never even mentioned during the Trump administration. Now it's being mentioned every hour of every day. Yeah, it's being used by you as an intimidation threat. You and your fucking propaganda machine trying to scare everybody into putting you back in power so you and Poontang can take away free democracies all over the world. We need a statesman and a peacemaker in the White House, not someone who recites mindless and recycled talking points to win the approval of the failed foreign policy establishment that didn't know what they were doing. Really? He's kicking the shit out of Russia so far without firing a single shot.
That's why your girlfriend, Vladdy Poontang, needs you so bad, Donnie. Isn't that closer to the truth, you fucking punk? In 2024, I am the only candidate who can prevent World War III. I will prevent World War III. There's nobody else that's going to do that. Sure, it's real easy to be the savior and save everybody when you just give Vladdy Poontang every fucking thing that he wants, you damn pussy. No, no, Donnie Trump. You're going to fucking prison, you candy ass. Men are in charge. That's how come we're winning the fucking war. And your boyfriend, Vladdy, well, he's going down too. Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show. You better believe it. Stan the Joke Man talking. I'm in a great mood today, folks. And I'm telling you, no matter how shitty the news is, we're going to keep it positive today. For instance, this story right here. Russell Crowe's dog got hit by a car and died. Yeah! Hey, there's something to smile about. Pop some of that champagne. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm. Into this house we're born. Into this world we're thrown. Like a dog without a bone and actor out alone, riders on the storm. So there's your choice, folks. You either choose American law or you choose dishonor, lies, corruption, and Russia. It's really is as simple as that. You can't fucking deny it, and you can't hide it. Donnie Trump is protecting his boy. So is Mark Wayne Mullen. Mark Wayne Mullen and Donnie Trump are coinciding together. Pussy-ass Mark Wayne Mullins, one of uh, Donnie Trump's little foot soldiers. And uh, he's doing everything he can to hold up the Abrams tank deliveries to Ukraine. Oh, he's doing everything he can to stop it. It's all on the take. Vladimir Putin's a dead man, and he knows it. He needs Donnie now, and Donnie's stepping up. Well, that is, at least if he can stay out of cuffs. Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show. I am Stan the Joke Man. This is true. Russell Crowe's. Little dog, little 16-month-old dog, Louie, got killed in Australia the other day. It was terrible. I guess Russell got drunk and beat the shit out of the dog. Anyway, they got in a fist fight. Anyway, no. Um, uh, dog ran out in the street and got hit by a car. Ah, damn it. I'm sorry, Russell. But you're too far away for me to really give a shit. But if you need ideas for a funeral for little Louie after getting hit by the car, Russell Crowe, how about this? Let's send your little 16-month-old dog out, Louie. Let's send him out by way of the gladiator. No trouble. I found it. Oh, Louie. You're going to have to back your truck up a little bit, man. Is one dog's life worth the whole street? Oh, my God. Louie. That doesn't look like you. Fetch, Louis, fetch. There he goes. My little gladiator. There you go, folks. It was either that or Russell Crowe got stinking drunk and beat the dog to death. It was either one of the two. Either way, I think we should call the ASPCA and have Russell Crowe investigated. Yeah. Dog gate. (laughs) All right, let's move on to happier news. Is it possible? There's no getting away from that headline news. Of course, the big news. The indictment. 30 
four counts on that indictment for Donald Trump. I guess he's got to turn himself in next week. Listen, folks, that is wonderful news. That is happy news. If you're an American, you're thrilled to hear it. Because no one is above the law, including ambitious wannabe dictators. Yeah, O'Donnie T wants to run this country like he's run his own companies in the fucking ground. Then sell it out, cash in on you. He's not above the goddamn law. You can try to whitewash it, make all the excuses you want, but he's in real fucking trouble. And I'll guarantee you, the people that ended up putting him away were his own attorneys and Lindsey Graham. Yeah, Mark Meadows too. You know why they put him away? Because they had to. It was either Trump's ass or their ass. You know how I can say that? Because they went up in front of the grand jury. That's right, folks. This is one of the great American institutions criminals cannot get away from. When you go in front of the grand jury, there ain't no taking the fifth, chicken shit. When you go up in front of the grand jury, you've got to answer every fucking question, whether you like it or not. They're going to ask you something, and you have to answer. Period. If you don't, you go to jail until you answer. That's right. So Lindsey Graham, he fought that subpoena to go before the grand jury as long as he did because he didn't have a fucking choice. He knew if he went in front of that grand jury, he had half to dump on Donnie, and that's exactly what he did. He shit all over Donald Duck. I mean, Trump. Sorry, Donnie. I apologize. I'm constantly confusing those two, and I shouldn't. You see, when you go in front of the grand jury, nine times out of ten, grand jury's already got the goddamn answers in front of them. They have the evidence in front of them. They know what you should say before you even fucking say it. And if you lie, you're definitely going to prison for perjury. If you don't answer, you're going to jail. In other words, there's no way out, Donnie. All your lies, your deceit, your double dealing, your private conversations with Vladimir Putin, unwitnessed, undocumented. What were you two talking about? Each other's pecker size? No. Wallpaper you're going to pick out in your next apartment in Kiev, maybe? That might have been closer to it. Yeah. So, Donnie's not getting away from it. Your boy's going to fucking prison where he belongs. And look, as far as Republican go, hey, I could totally get behind Mitt Romney. I'll take him. He's not radicalized. He's not an extremist like that fucking nutcase Marjorie Taylor Greene, Jim Jordan, and all those other peckerheads that you've elected up there, Mark Wayne Mullen, bunch of fucking wimps. And I call him that. You know why? Now, listen, I know Mark Wayne Mullen personally, just so you know. Met him personally. I've even traded with the man, okay? I've spoken with him personally. And the last time I talked to Mark Wayne over the phone, we were shooting the bull. And he said, well, I'm not a never-Trumper, but I don't like the guy. I don't trust him. I don't think he's good for the country. That's what Mark Wayne Mullen said to me on the fucking phone personally. And on a fucking dime, he was dropping to his knees to suck the guy's kneecaps. You know how much that pissed me off when missiles and bullets were flying at our sons and daughters over there in the Middle East and Africa? 
You know how much that pissed me off when those two little snot-nosed punks who's never served in the fucking military marginalized it? That should give you a real indication why I left this new pussy hybrid Republican Party. Two-faced, double-dealing, backstabbing, spoiled brats, every last one of you. Yeah, turn in on each other and you'll sell out this country in a heartbeat to save your own ass. That's where my rage comes from. Now let's have a happy Friday show. (laughs) There are some damn fine men and women that have made entire careers out of the railroad. So I don't have a beef with any of those folks, of course. Why would I? They're American working men and women. I have a problem with their bosses. The big boys who sit in the leather chairs, the main office. Those are the dicks I have an issue with. And every time I hear a train now, I'm holding my breath. Here comes a train. Is this one going to have a bunch of fucking poison on it? Now, why do I bring it up? Well, you may not have heard. Up in Raymond, Minnesota, just within the past 72 hours. Another train derailed. This one carrying ethanol. Spilled everywhere. They had to evacuate. And they did evacuate, folks. They evacuated the town of Raymond, Minnesota. Until they got the ethanol cleaned up. About 20 hours ago, I think, the evacuation order was finally lifted. Once again, folks, it's back to choices. Is this how you want to fucking live? You know, Donnie Trump is the one who lifted those fucking safety regulations with all those butt buddies from the new pussy hybrid Republican Party. Yeah, they li- that's why everything's getting poisoned now, and that's why we need to be afraid of the toxic train. I, 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 I. Oh, man, I can't feel my toes. I don't have any toes. and I don't give a fuck. I'm half-assing today. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to stay right here. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with some headline news. The headline's important to me right after a message from my sponsor, Fire Meds Cannabis. Henrietta Stillwell. Fire Meds. 
Henrietta's Farm to Pipe Bud Dispensary and home of the $5 gram. Fire it up, hippies, with wholesale prices to the public. You're only going to find at Fire Meds. Check out their entire sales menu at Leafly. That's right, Leafly. Wholesale prices to the public on one-ounce baller jars, sugar, diamonds, batter, live resin. 25% off all flour ounces every single day. Solventless rosin and carts, half the price of the competitor. And let me tell you, folks, Fire Meds, they don't be selling whore weed. Absolutely not. <laughs> No middlemen, you know where your weed's been. Their farm, their bud, your pipe. Two locations, 908 West Main and Henrietta and 3rd Street in Stillwell. Know where your weed is coming from. I do. Firemeds Family Farm to Pipe Bud Dispensary, Henrietta, Oklahoma. You're listening to Half-Ass News on the Stand the Joke Man Show. The question is, why? Welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man Show, Half-Ass News. The headline's important to me. Well, i got to say, one of my biggest listeners is San Jose, California. Yeah, the entire Bay Area. And I am so happy to have you guys tuning in. Thank you so much. I can't wait to come back out there and visit sometime. <laughs> That's the coolest fucking town. I really love that whole area out there. Anyway, um, what the fuck is up with your police chief? Or no, who was it? Wasn't police chief. Excuse me. California Police Union Executive Director. Yeah. She's the one who allegedly ran a drug ring from her fucking house and used her damn workplace UPS account to order and distribute fentanyl and opioids all over the fucking country. <laughs> yeah, she's one of your listeners. I bought some black mollies from her. Joanne Marion Segovia. She's worked with the San Jose Police Officers Association since 2003. She was charged on Wednesday with attempting to unlawfully import a synthetic opioid called Valerol fentanyl. You can't do anything on paper or computer, dummy. Nothing. Nada. Man IQs have plummeted in this country among the criminal elite. That's what's so goddamn disappointing to me. The criminals are dumber than the cops now. Yeah! Used to be the other way around. I don't know what the fuck happened. Times a great second income. San Jose Mayor Matt Mahan says this is an incredibly disturbing allegation. No shit. I want to thank U.S. Attorney Ramsey and his colleagues for aggressively pursuing the sources of fentanyl coming into our communities and holding drug dealers accountable no matter who the fuck they are, you bet. Good for you, San Jose. I am fucking proud of you. Don't let them get away with shit. I bet it goes deeper. I bet she had help. Gotta have a fence. Prince Harry squeeze Meghan Markle, the goddess queen. She won her defamation lawsuit against her half-sister, Samantha. That's right. Samantha, 58, sued the Duchess of Sussex in federal court in Florida for allegedly making demonstratingly false and malicious statements about her to a world audience during her and Prince Harry's bombshell March 2021 interview with Oprah Winfrey. Samantha filed the $75,000 lawsuit after Meghan told Oprah that she grew up as an only child. The comments subjected Samantha to humiliation and hatred, she claimed. What? 
Yesterday, though, a uh, Florida judge didn't see it that way and dismissed the lawsuit. As a reasonable listener would understand it, defendant merely expresses an opinion about her childhood and her relationship with her half-siblings. U.S. District Judge Charlene Edwards Honeywell said, and I completely agree. You're allowed to have opinions. You're allowed to talk. Stop trying to claim emotional distress because you got your fucking feelings hurt, pussies. That's the problem with you fucking debutantes. All of you goddamn divas. Everybody has to walk on eggshells around you because you're a Fabergé egg. Can't hurt your feelings. Or you think it's a violation of the law. Well, it isn't. Dumbass. It's not. Nowhere in the law does it say you have the right to not be offended. That's right, dipshit. I have the right to offend you. You're goddamn right. You might be offended by my cologne. You might be offended by the way I walk or or the fact that my sweet round ass fell out of my britches. You can't persecute people for your own cynicism, your own insecurities, your own hatred and spitefulness, shit ass. It's either that or you were just trying to cash in. Well, I'm glad to see Pope Francis is stepping out from the uh, Rome hospital where he's at. He's being treated for bronchitis, you know. Uh, I think he's probably smoking a little, a little too much weed. He's got that smoker's cough. Yeah. Anyway, he's sent home and he's feeling better and I'm glad. Um, get him some edibles. Yeah, do that. Edibles. Trust me. It's, it's a little easier on him. Just don't let him eat the whole fucking brownie or the whole pu- package. Don't do that. Let him have a bite, and that's it. We'll try that first. We'll see how that ride goes, and, you know, you go from there. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to end today's show with a fucking weed story. A weed story. How about that? (laughs) Who's ready for a marijuana story? Up in smoke. That's where my money goes. In my lungs And sometimes up my nose When troubled times Begin to bother me I take a tote And all my cares Go up in smoke Here we go. An Oklahoma judge went to a dispensary. You know, he's arthritis. Now, he's a maiden of the law, so handmaiden of the law. So he, you know, he, he want, he's walking the fence there. There's federal law that says he's not supposed to do it, but the state law says it's okay. So he got his medical card, and he went to a dispensary. He's just so tired of his arthritis, and he's tired of the fucking opioids. He's tired of taking the addictive pills. Yeah. See, the taboo is not the stuff that is killing people and addictive. It's the non-addictive shit. But anyway, let's not get into that. Let's talk about the judge going to the dispensary and getting edibles. His arthritis had been hurting him so bad, he went into that dispensary and he said, Hey, I need the strongest edibles you got. And they warned him. They warned him. They said, now listen, your honor, you haven't done this before. You 
You really need to go easy the first time, okay? Judge said, I don't give a shit. I'm tired of taking these fucking pills. Give me the whole fucking package. Sir, please. These are 100 milligram, 125 milligram, whatever. Whatever milligram they were. Don't take the whole package. Just one. Trust me. You might even want to do half since it's your first time. No, no. Give me the package. Well, the judge went home, sat in his recliner, I guess, started watching the football game, you know, waiting for the arthritis to subside, and he ate one of them edibles. Waited for about 10, 15 minutes. Nothing was really happening yet, so he went ahead and he ate another one. A couple of minutes passed. Ooh, the pain's still overriding the sense of anything happening, so he ate another one. And then he ate another one. Damn, these are really pretty good. And the next thing you know, he ate the whole fucking package, folks. The whole package. Yeah. (laughs) These are the stories that don't make the news. Now, they had to take him to the hospital. Now, did they take him to the hospital because of the overabundance of edibles he ate? Kind of, but not really. That wasn't the primary concern. The primary concern was when the judge got up and decided to walk downstairs and missed that top step. Down he went. Down a flight of fucking stairs. Now would be a good time to call the fucking ambulance. Yeah. That is a true weed story. The judge is fine. They got him. They treated him for his bumps and bruises. They ran some solution through him to get the high off of him. And he's fine now. And he's learned a valuable lesson. (laughs) Yeah. This time he was the judge, jury, and executioner. Bravo, your honor. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show here on a goodbye Friday, but I'm not going to say goodbye anymore. You guys have a fantastic fucking weekend. Live life to the fullest every fucking second. Appreciate what you got. And don't forget how you got it. Don't let yourself get suckered by these fuckers anymore. They're dirty and spoiled to the core, and they don't give two fucks about how hard your life is. But I do. Because my life is just as fucking hard, folks. We're all in this shit together, and they don't get it. That's why we're going to run their asses out. Y'all have yourself a fabulous weekend. I'm going to be back with fucking bells on Monday. High noon, bitches. Yeah! (laughs) Tell them. Stop being a fucking pussy. Kick it!